Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. And this afternoon, this evening, we are going to Colorado to talk with James Brown of Real Home Solutions. He's not known as the singer, he'll sing. We're going to stay away from that tonight. So, James, let's talk about your academic background. Where did you go to school? For college, I went to school here in Colorado. I I grew up in Alaska. I came down to Colorado for for college. You know, I didn't go see the rest of the world. So I went to Western State College in Gunnison, Colorado, in the mountains where I could go skiing and snowboarding. So that's, and I studied business and then switched to graphic design. And now I'm in real estate. So <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So having said that, talk about your work experience while well, at university or even Alaska or wherever you started. Yeah. Work. Well, pretty much. Since I was 11 years old, I worked on my dad's commercial salmon fishing boat all through college. So that was an interesting experience. Taught me the value of hard work. (laughs) Um, And then after college, I I was a graphic designer for 25-some years. Um, And then I did a transition into real estate um, because I, I wanted to invest in real estate. And I went down the rabbit hole and got so far down. I'm like, I, I have to go all in on this. And so I transitioned away from my graphic design business into real estate. And it's been quite a journey. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've been full-time in real estate since 2019 now. So graphic design, who are some of the clients that you worked with? Oh, the biggest one was Gates Corporation. They they make belts and hoses for automotive and heavy industrial, light industrial, trucking industry. Uh, so that was my my big client. And then I had a lot of medium and small size clients, some local, you know. So and I did a kind of a variety of logos and all the branding that goes around that and ads and and banners and websites it's kind of the the full breadth of graphic design and writing too i did quite a bit of copywriting so very diversified no no doubt you've used some of those skills and knowledge in your current business i do yeah and just the knowing what to ask for because now i i hire people to to help with some of those things. I still do some of it myself, but now I know how to how to instruct people because I, I don't I don't have time to do everything. So. Oh my goodness, I'm juggling a lot of balls. So James, talk about real home solutions. You started that in 2019. What's the mm-hmm. purpose of the company? So the purpose is to help people get into home ownership that couldn't otherwise so 
They go to a bank, they want to buy a house, and the bank's like, mm, we can't give you a loan. You know, lenders, they have traditional lenders, banks, they have a set of rules. And if you don't check all the boxes, you can't get a loan. So we fill a, a gap there and are able to help people. Not We can't help everybody, unfortunately, but we do. We can help people that fit different programs. So how do you help them? Um, we help get them in a home now and give them the time or resources to get a loan from a bank in the future. So it's it's helping somebody like, you know, here's an example. Somebody that they actually had a rental in New Mexico. They wanted to move or they had to move. It was a job transfer to Colorado, but they were late on a payment. Some, some kind of almost clerical error, you know, not intentionally missed a payment on that rental. Bank's like, we can't give you a loan. And they were trying to move with five kids and dogs. <laughs> the guy had a good job lined up, you know, he was with Lockheed Martin. That's a big company. And, um, but the bank said no. So we were able to get him into a, him and his family into a house. And then once the bank was okay with it, then he got a loan and was able to buy it. So that's a good example of the convenience that we provide, you know. So where do you get your money from? Oh, we work with investors, you know, individual investors that uh, that can go buy a house, can get a loan or or pay cash and hold it as cash. So, so what's in it for them? Well, they make cash flow. You know, like a regular rental. You know, their payments this, and then the the person buying rent to own is paying an amount above what their loan is. So they make some cash flow every month. And then when those buyers buy in the future, they're they're buying at tomorrow's price. So there's some built-in um, profit at the end. And so it's all agreed upon ahead of time. So that's, that's how the, they make money. So these houses, are they just in Colorado? We do it all over the U.S. We haven't done it in Canada. I do know that rent to own is a, a thing. I've I've been on a, um, a a meeting of sorts with a a group that does it in Canada. But yeah, we we can do it anywhere in the U.S. Um, I prefer Colorado because I'm here and I know the market and I can I can handle more of the the logistics here. But yeah, actually, most of our our homes have been in other states. Midwest, Florida, um, yeah. What about Hawaii? Good. I, I've, I've had people ask about that. Yeah, it's possible. That's what's interesting. Yeah. So, when you have somebody who wants to buy, you sign an agreement. Mm-hmm. You find an investor, more paperwork. Yeah, it's pretty simple, really. I mean, we typically do lease options, so you have a lease and then an option to buy in the future once they get 
get their uh, loan from a, a bank. So do you do the usual credit rating on the people? Yeah, yeah, we definitely screen it, and we, you know, we look at it like the bank. And and actually, I usually partner with a lender, and have a lender look look everything over. And sometimes, you know, people come from a lender, like the lender's already gone through all their due diligence and gotten all the documents, and they just said, "Oh, we can't do it for one or more reasons." So we already know that ahead of time. That's that's really key in and this being successful is knowing where somebody's at now and what they need to do to get a loan in the future. So we have a game plan, you know, so we're all on the same page. So, but we can be more flexible because we're not regulated by a bank. So, James, talk about how many people are involved in your operation directly and indirectly. <laughs> that is a great question. I put together a video one day and I was like, okay, so, cause there is multiple people. So uh, there can be a lender involved in the beginning. Um, say our investor has to go get a loan. So the lender gives a loan to the investor. And then there's one for the buyer in the future. Maybe that's, and it's usually one to three years in the future. Just, you know, people need some time. Um, so there's the lender. Oftentimes I work with another agent. They're going around and, and showing the buyer's homes. Um, so agent. Um, I have my partner. We do it together. Uh, the investor, of course. Um, investors could go together. All of the ones we've done so far, it's just one investor per property. Um, then you have you know inspectors and appraisers and title companies um, I've had multiple agents involved when I've done some stuff that was in a remote area where I wasn't able to go down. So I was, you know, paying an agent to go open doors. Um, there's listing agents, buy side agents, you know, um, yeah. When, when I actually added it up one time, there's like 13 different people involved along the way. <laughs> wow. This is that's a lot. It, they're not always that complex, but. What about yeah. lawyers? Yep, yep. Yeah, we have attorneys. Multiple attorneys have looked over our agreements, um, both for us and then for for our clients. So, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. So, having said all this, where is James going to be three years from today? Good question. <laughs> um, Married like, six kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I'm all in. You know, I'm 54 years old, kind of, you know, doing a whole hard reset of my career and focus and my purpose. So I just want to help more people doing what I do with this. Um, we do some other types of investments and I'm a regular real estate agent. So I've got a lot of goals kind of in going in different directions and well, all kind of the same direction in the same field, right? So um, I like the creative part of it. So well, why not become the chair and have people work for you? 
do a strategy. Yeah, that's the part I like and that I, I'm, I'm good at. So definitely trying to bring people in, you know, creating more than 13 people being involved, right? So, yeah, I've got a gal on my team. Um, she speaks Spanish, which is very valuable, especially in Colorado. We have a huge Hispanic population, so she can take calls and, and help screen people and walk them through it. Spanish, if needed. With people uh, crossing the border, has that affected any of your efforts at all? People wanting to try and uh, get into a house? Oh, yeah, for sure. In fact, uh, the one we did in Florida, that was a family from Honduras. Um, I don't know if they came, how they got to the U.S., but they um, they don't have Social Security numbers right now. They've got I-10, it's called I-10 uh, numbers. And so it's harder for them to buy a home. You know, if they're an I-10 buyer, they usually have to put down 30, 40% up front. So that's that's a big, big leap. So we were able to get them into a home and give them time to build up some reserves. And, that's a great you know. story. Yeah. You got any other stories like that? Our listeners might be interested in. Yeah, you know, what's cool is I come from a creative side, you know, the graphic design that kept my brain busy. And I thought, oh, this is going to be boring, just you know, go by the numbers. And I found out it's a people business for one, which is really cool, helping people, solving problems, and getting really creative. And, you know, some some people in real estate, they just kind of, it's not super creative, but for me, it is, and I love it, so I kind of seek that out. Um, so, yeah, every every thing we put together is different. So, like, the first, first one we did, the buyer was actually a real estate agent. We're self-employed as real estate agents, and he didn't have a full two years as an agent. Um, he picked out a duplex. And this is in Minnesota, picked out a duplex, was living in one side. Um, you know, we bought it for him. And then within a year and a half, he was able to buy that duplex um, and also a single family home. Plus, he had extra equity, like because it was during COVID when values were shooting through the roof. And he had an option, but it was, you know, a I forget how we calculated it, maybe five or 6% increase per year, but the market had just shot through the roof. Anyway, so he was within a year and a half able to have a house and a duplex that he turned into a rental. Um, and because he'd gone through that program, now he's helping our partner in Minnesota to help screen new buyers because he's been through the whole thing. So that was a cool, unique one. So, have you considered setting up chapters in other states? Yeah, we have a network of people doing the same thing with kind of separate businesses, but we're all related. So, you know, say we somebody's got a buyer in another state, but they don't have an investor on board. You know, we can kind of put the pieces of the puzzle together. So that that's really a benefit. You should bring them together. Uh semi-annually in a conference or something like that because mm -hmm. you're a creative guy and no re 
reason why we couldn't get these folks to come for a half-day or two-half-day conference online. Yeah, yeah, we've we've gotten together before and plan to do that as this group's grown. And we have bi-weekly uh, meetings on Zoom, which makes it really easy because we're all over the place. So, yeah, yeah, there's more power together. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you have a board of directors or a board of advisors? We don't have an official board, but we're always bouncing ideas off different people, for sure. So I'm very big on board of advisors, you know, sending yeah. some information out. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to learn more about you. I'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so... Having said that, I'm going to go back to another question. When are you going to write a book? <laughs> See those books behind me on the shelf? Those three are, are ones where I've been a contributing author to those, and I've written a couple other other ones. Those are investing-focused, but yeah, I want to do one on the rent-to-own side of it for sure. with something totally different and that's, okay. that's homeless people mm -hmm. um, and some of the organizations in the Toronto area have set up what's called tiny homes mm -hmm. and they're very small and there could be 20 or 30 of them mm -hmm. for homeless people and they have central e eating and washing and showering facility, that kind of thing. Kind of kind of neat to see people do that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot a lot of that happening these days. Yeah. How, how big a problem is homeless in where you live? It is becoming more and more of a problem. Yeah. I mean, it's been very noticeable in the last five years. Every, every year, it's just become more and more of a problem. I don't have answers to it. Um, <laughs> no, there's uh, no no one does have like there's no silver bullet for for it, right? Unfortunately, but there was a program called CNN Heroes. Okay, and the guy that and the, there were ten finalists. The guy that won it <coughs> was a veterinarian, mm -hmm. and he and his team provided free services for homeless people, for, for mm -hmm. pets. Oh, that's great. And what he did, he won 100000 and he shared it with the other nine finalists, which is pretty cool. Mm. And that was in uh, San Diego. Okay. Yeah. Here's another term I don't know whether you're familiar with. Alternative dwelling units, ADU. Yeah, yeah, we call them accessory dwelling units. Yeah, that's really growing, like the Denver area. There was um, a plan in place um, that they took a long time to put together quite a few years back. They've loosened up 
on some of the rules because we, we just Denver's growing. <laughs> it's one of the fastest growing areas, even though it's not super affordable, but people want to live here near the mountains. The weather's nice and there are job opportunities. So, um, yeah, a lot of opportunities in doing ADUs. So having yeah. said that, yeah. what is your website for people to find out more information about you? Um, so for the buyer side, uh, realhomesolutions.org is, is our main website. So and I've, yeah. yeah. And if, if you put in show notes, I can send you, um, I've got a link tree um, link with multiple things, that site, the site for our investors. My, I have a show as well, uh, other things like that. Yeah. Yeah.